Hi, I'm Tim Tarpley. This is my podcast, Level Up. Over the last several years, I was able to transform my life. I decided to share my journey in hopes of helping other people. So here we go. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. Boy, have I missed you guys. Um, I feel like something, there's always a lot happening on a regular basis. And to be honest, that's kind of how I like it. So we're going to have to just roll with that. Um, but I heard this a couple of days ago where someone said, um, talking about somebody who used to drink and then they don't drink anymore those people have the best stories, right? So I'm one of those guys. Um, I, I stopped drinking years ago and I don't have any defining moment other than I just woke up and knew I was done. Um, there wasn't, I've never been in trouble with drinking, never been arrested, DWI, nothing like that. And I, there was this guy who, I mean, he was one of my best friends still is. Um, he, he drank way more than I did. Um, and he just one day for whatever reason, stopped drinking. And I was kind of shocked that he did. And I couldn't, you know, I started thinking in my head of all the things he was going to miss out on or things like that. And, and he did it. And then I saw him go through this change um, in himself. He, he was a very good athlete, but he was even better. Um, not like you would notice a, a night and day difference, but I could just tell a difference because I was, you know, on the inside. Right. And, and it was one of those things I got to see that, that even though my fear of missing out on things in life he, he wasn't missing a thing. If anything, he was experiencing these things even better than ever. So um, I, I saw him and, and I guess, let me back up, you know? So I, I, I don't, I'm, I kind of, I'm back and forth, right? Where I don't think I was an alcoholic, but I definitely could drink a lot when I could drink, which was every day. I would never drink um, until after I was done, like working for my day. If there was an exercise coming up, a workout or anything like that, I wouldn't drink prior to that. So it wasn't like it was more once I closed out my day, be it exercise, work, whatever it was, that's when that was the, the green light to start drinking. And, and, you know, to me, I didn't uh, see the point of drinking one glass of wine when you can have half or the whole bottle, right? So it was just how my my brain thought about it. Um, it's hard to remember how this went because I've I've left it, and so it's it was one of those things. You know, I drank a lot when I drank, which was every day. Okay. And so it was, it was at a race. I was working a race. Um, when I say working, 
but you call it coaching a race. All you're doing as a coach is observing the race of your athletes, giving them, you know, help or information verbally um, that might help them when they get in trouble if they didn't remember something. But I was at this race um, and, you know, even during a race, when you're working like that, there's plenty of people that will start drinking at 10 in the morning because all they have to do is kind of just follow, follow the crowds along. But me in my head, once I, everybody got off the bike and was on the run around five or 6 PM, that's when it was okay to start, you know, but I could catch up quick. Most people that started early, you know, flamed out too early. I could, I could, you know, hold my own anyway. Um, and I just remember, I remember we were eating at a, at, we were eating somewhere and it was, um, early dinner, late, whatever. Um, and I just had my own vodka in a bottle and I just poured it in a glass. I think I put a little bit of Sprite or soda in there and it was pretty much straight vodka in the back of my mind. I knew that this was not ideal. Right. But also, um, and someone had made a comment about it and I just was like, what it's, you know, it's what I do, you know? And it was one of those things, but in my head, I was, I was not being honest with myself. And so, you know, nothing happened again, whatever. And I just remember being in my room, um, my hotel room all alone. It's probably one in the morning. And I thought to myself, because my routine to go to sleep was start drinking and then when you're ready to go to bed, just go take your Ambien right before hour before. And then as the two meet, it was a perfect concoction to sleep, right? What was the worst concoction to sleep? My sleep wasn't good. I would disconnect for a few hours, right? I would still get four hours of sleep. It wasn't good sleep. Um, this I would learn later on in life, but that was my normal everyday occurrence. And I remember sitting there in my room by myself, having my wine, I'm exhausted. And I just remember thinking to myself that, you know, here I was 50 and I started thinking, you know, I started drinking around 20, 19, 20 years old, not drinking a lot, just like how normal kids drink, right? And I started thinking about at what point did I start drinking, drinking? And it was about 25. And I just, I just thought to myself, I've spent half of my life drunk. Now that doesn't mean during the day, but half my life, I've, I've half of my life I've spent drunk. So then I thought back of all the good things, the good, you know, whatever that's come up, um, come across my, my door, all the good things, the benefits of drinking. Um, and there wasn't one. And that's when I thought, you know, no good has ever come from drinking. It's kind of like when the, your parents just say nothing good happens after midnight, you know, so you might as well be home. It was like that. I had nothing good to remember. Now, in my mind, I had some great ideas. I knew they weren't. Nothing ever panned out the next morning from an idea that happened drinking, right? 
And so it was, it was at that moment where, and, and someone had even given me a bottle of wine as a gift. I don't remember why. Um, and I, um, I had that for well over a year before I got rid of it. I, I just made that decision there in my room, you know, at the age of, uh, 50, I guess that, uh, I was done. I was done. And to me, when I decide something and, and I had quit before for, you know, 30 days or whatever here and there, but I, I was just, that was a pause on the party bus. You know, it wasn't, I didn't fully understand the depths of what I was experiencing. And so at that moment, I was just like, you know what? It's been half my life drunk. There's never been any benefit for me while I was drinking. And I just made a decision that I was done drinking. And it was really funny, but it took a lot of people a long time to actually believe that that was the case. And when I stopped drinking, you know, people would offer me things to drink and I would just say, no, 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 I'm good. And they never thought, oh, it's wrong. They just thought I was training or had a race the next morning. Little did they know that my normal pre-race, pre-big training was to drink normally. Um, I remember Ironman Wisconsin. I went up there by myself a couple of days before everybody else came up. And I would, I would, I literally stayed in a hotel that had a free happy hour, you know, at a certain time. And I drank a lot on Friday. The race was Sunday. Now I know that yes, that does still affect your performance, right? But back then, I was like, oh, I'll sweat it out. I'm good. I'm, you know, because I never really got hangovers, or so I thought. Um, but it was just one of those things I just didn't realize what was going on. And it takes alcohol, you know, seven days to get out of your system. These people that think you can sweat out the next day, it's not the case. And it was about seven to 10 days after no drinking. I literally felt the fog kind of lift over my head and it was gone. And I thought, wow, it was a very clear moment. Um, and then I look back, it, it was a lot of looking back on my life and I could not believe half the things incredible that I had done while drinking. Like, I don't, I don't see how I functioned during the day, having that fog or the cloud from the night before still in my, in my mind. Um, but it was, it was, I don't know. It's just so wild, you know, to think back. And I always thought like my mindset was when I would see an ad for a hotel or a beach to sit on that beach and have a drink or to sit or to be at a party and have a drink. And I can honestly say I have more fun partying or being at a party, not drinking than I did drinking. Um, I can tell when people, um, start to get a buzz, they kind of start to lose their inhibitions. Like they, they lose their mind a little bit. And I know now that was me. Like I knew, you know, after several drinks, people didn't enjoy being around me. Um, cause I know I was a little, I, I would become very jokey, but it would be more of a sarcastic, harmful way. Um, I noticed a big difference. You know, the other thing was I, I knew I wasn't there for my kids a hundred percent. 
And even my son had made uh, jokes or references about it. And, you know, I just knew that, that they probably didn't know what was going on. They just knew I was different when I was drinking, you know, not bad or good. Um, but even when, you know, years later he would say, Oh, you're drunk. I'm like, no, I'm just having a good time. Like I had to explain that, that I don't drink anymore. Like it was, that wasn't me. That was, you know, somebody different. And, uh, I don't know. It's just such a better place without it. And I think that's where I think so many people would ask me, or when I say I stopped drinking, their question would be, well, don't you miss it? And once you really understand why you do it, why you drink and, and you don't drink to have one drink, you drink to the point of excess. Like that is the only reason to disconnect so much that nothing else matters. And once you understand what was your purpose of drinking, no, you don't miss it. Um, and so I think that's, that's the cool part. And, you know, I think everybody, I've said this before, everybody understands or gets a clue what's going on or what they need to do at some point in their life. They get it. Now it can be on your deathbed moments before you die, but you, you, you understand. And so, I, you know, I, I also think it uh, gave me a false sense of courage, um, you know, liquid courage. It gave me a, just a, a false sense of presence in my life. And it, like I said, it's been a few years and it's been like life is just so much better. Um, someone asked me to meet um, couple of days ago and i just you know meet at a happy hour and i had to hadn't talked to him in years i had to tell him hey i don't drink anymore you can but i just want you to know i don't so don't think you were gonna sit around and have drinks like we did years ago and uh and he's like cool cool and and you know i had my my few drinks and uh or he had his few drinks he had three drinks and uh over several hours but it's like i could tell he was changing, you know, like he was repeating himself. He was slurring a little bit. And I thought, yeah, that's, you know, people think they're fine, but it's obvious that they're not fine. It obviously affects your motor skills and you're repeating yourself. You're asking the same questions over and over and over. Like it's on your mind, you know, but it was one of those things. It was, uh, it just doesn't help you in those situations. It doesn't help you to find yourself. I think there's plenty of other, things that'll help you. And so I don't know what, you know, you call it. Um, I didn't go to AA. I didn't think, do anything like that. I mean, that's great for a lot of people. For me, it was when my brain understood what was going on, that's all I needed. And I think that's where, once you understand what you're feeling, that, that it'll help you um, get there. I, um, you know, for me, I, I think I was, when I was bored, I would drink or when I would disconnect. Um, and then that friend of mine asked me also, he goes, well, how, what do you do to de-stress? What do you do to de-stress? Meaning he drinks to de-stress. Well, that doesn't de-stress you. It just makes you not care for a few moments of your life. Um, and I told him, I was like, I really don't have stress anymore. Like I'm at peace with everything I I'm okay with, with 
everything. And it's just, I have, if something starts to unnerve me or stress me or trigger me, I have my tools and methods to help me get through that. Alcohol never helped me on stress. It just made me really not care much. Um, and we think that's, you know, de-stressing anyway. Um, well, that's kind of how I got to this point in my life. And, and I have, um, and, you know, part of getting there was as a coach, as a mentor, whatever you want to call what I do, a life coach, people would say, um, I would have to recommend, you know, them to do this or this, this, but yet I was doing it myself. So it wasn't being the best that I could be for me. And so, you know, that, that level of guilt of me being a hypocrite was eating me a little bit. So I had to finally just come to terms with it, that if I'm asking people to do something, I need to be practicing what I preach. It's the same with exercise, same with, with my diet, everything. And once you do that, it's, you know, it's incredible that feeling. Um, I have gotten off Ambien a couple of years ago, and it's one of those things, you know, even Ambien is just so bad for you. I mean, it really does make you dumber. And once you figure out why you can't sleep or why, basically what you're feeling, I'm telling you guys, life gets easier. So if you have any questions about all this, feel free to let me know. Um, I've got a Patreon coming where you, through Patreon, if you're one of my Patreon followers, um, it's a monthly fee and you can, can jump on a call with me just like this and we can just talk about whatever. Um, but shoot me a text, shoot me an email. Um, uh, my, my contact will be linked in the description and, uh, again, guys, thanks for tuning in Hit subscribe, like share this message, wherever you are getting it from. I'll see you later.